So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. I was in the middle of saying something and you cut me off, bro. Who's producing this show? This is Vic Venom. And listen, man, yeah, bro, I know the same old tune. Vic is old. Vic is bitter. Vic hates everything and everybody because they won't give Vic a job in professional wrestling. You know what? I've got one simple question for you. Name one positive thing on that three-hour poop fest that we all just watched. Give me one positive. If you guys were looking at the crowd at the end of that show, looking at the shots of the live crowd, bro, those poor people wanted to take their own lives. They didn't even know why they were sitting there. They were deader than Kelsey's nuts, whatever that means. You want me to be positive? Well, give me something to be positive about. (laughs) What's going on? How are you, Vince? (laughs) Vic is throwing... uh, uh, He's taking no prisoners tonight, man. Wow, he's he's pretty serious. You know, bro, I got to tell tell people. I got to tell you. Guys, if you can... If you can, somebody somebody else has to give you the timing. Ask, ask, ask Jeff Lane to give you the timing. Maybe Dr. Chris can give you the time. Okay, let me let me get in the middle here before Raju gets upset. <laughs> Guys, I, I, it, it's it's this simple. When Ed Ferrara and myself went to WCW. And I believe our first show, I believe, was towards the end of October. But I will tell you this. You will be able to tell immediately the week before, which wasn't a Russo-Ferrara production, 
And the very first Russo Ferrara production, you will be able to tell immediately that it was a different show. Immediately, bro. It was sometime in October of 99. You watch the show the week before, then watch Russo and Ferrara's show, and you will tell immediately there's a change. Listen, guys, I'm going to be honest with you, and I'm taking this more out on the fan base marks than I am Triple H. Because if you guys are really going to sit there and say there is a change since Triple H took over as creator, what's the change, bro? What am I missing? What is the freaking change? Those people in the crowd, when you look at those people in the crowd for that last match, bro, literally they they, they wanted to kill themselves. That was the place, last place in the world they wanted to be. I want you guys to tell me how Triple H has put his fingerprints on this show that all of a sudden this is a great, fantastic show. You know what I took from this show, bro? I, I, I summed it up here somewhere in one line, somewhere on my notes. But, um, Chris, they don't care about the television show. They right. could care less about this being a TV show. This entire show from beginning to end is for the house. There is no reason to watch this on TV, bro. So when you guys carrying on about Vince's put out to pasture and oh Triple H, what 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 is he doing with this show, Chris? What is he doing with it? I could not wait for this show to end. I looked at the show and I said, um, this show is spectators from television watching a bunch of marks having fun at a show i mean that's that's basically what it felt like it wasn't it didn't feel like they were trying to bring in the viewer it was like the viewer just watching some show of people having fun at a wrestling show like Bro, that's what I, I got from chris i remember back in the day uh, uh when 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 cable tv first started I grew up in Long Island, New York, and every month, once a month, it was Monday night, they would they would have the Madison Square Garden show live mm-hmm. on Cablevision uh, every Monday night, not, not every Monday night, once a month, and it was bell to bell. It was a wrestling show. That's what this is here, bro. Look, everything Every look at the bottom there. Everything for house, nothing for TV. Yeah. Every every single thing on this show is for the house, bro. Yeah. So please tell me what 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 is the dramatic change we're seeing other than NXT people appearing on this show? Yeah, I mean that's that's what I got from this man. I was like, I was thinking about it. I was like, you know what? I'm still going to give it some time it's still fresh it's still new but at this point you know and i'm still going to give it some time you know what i mean but but at the same time i'm thinking in my head man at least give me some developments when like like we'll get to the whole dexter loomis you know sean's uh sam shaw uh segment but washington dc is pretty decent crowd you know every time they go there and i was thinking in my head like people just weren't 
buying they just weren't into that it was just it was crickets i mean people didn't people didn't know if it was like some type of dude that was really jumping uh jumping all over the 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 uh uh barricade or some people knew it was sam shaw or dexter loomis and then they tried to bring it i mean they, they tried to sell it on the commentary and it was just like it was really, really difficult. They don't, Chris, they don't know how to do anything real. Mm. Bro, I'll tell you right off the bat. Let, let's get into the show. Bro, how, how how long has freaking Triple H been there? How long has Triple H been on the television show? How long has Triple H produced the television show? How long has Triple H been involved in creating the television show? Decades. Freaking decades. I worked with Triple H in, in, in the early to mid nineties. That's how long triple H has been there. So right off the bat, Chris, this is exactly, this is what writers, true writer writers would never let happen. How long has Ray Mysterio been in the business? How how long? Uh, Altogether about 30 was 2002, almost 30 years. Would you say for those 30 years of Ray Mysterio was beloved pretty much? Oh yeah. He's been a, consistent baby face for almost well, the whole time. I, I, obviously not bro he doesn't have a friend in the locker room <laughs> I was obviously not. But bro, wait a minute but but wait it's not just that so they're they're kicking the snot out of ray mysterio getting heat on ray mysterio the the dude's been around for 30 years the yeah. nicest guy in the world i i have the pleasure of knowing him and working almost with 30 him. 33 years 33 years but yet he doesn't have a friend in the locker room not only doesn't he have a friend bro Not one official, not one referee. Nobody comes to help Ray. But, bro, five minutes later, when six girls square off, every every referee, everyone from management is in between the middle. That's what I'm talking about, bro. Writers don't allow that to happen. They don't allow that to happen. Because you know why? I'm sitting there with Ed and, you know – there's no way in the world nobody would come to a guy's aid who's been a babyface and a staple at the WWE for some 30 years. Mm-hmm. There is absolutely no way in the world. Bro, that's what I mean. Writers can't write wrestling. And here's the problem, Chris. Casual fans see that, and they're saying exactly what I'm saying. I, I guess Rey Mysterio has no friends. Yeah. <laughs> You can't yeah. do that, bro. You can't do that. Yeah, I was thinking about that too, man. I was like, okay, so no one's gonna come out and like he just had a a celebration, you know, just a few weeks ago. Thank you, thank when you. People Chris. were just loving on him. Thank you. But now he has no friends, you know. Because the, there's the, you know there's no continuity. People want, people people get mad yeah. when I say that. Yeah. I'm gonna say it again. Right. There's no continuity right. here because there's. Ray Mysterio, beloved, big, big celebration, and then now nothing. Crickets. Right. That, you know, yeah. Makes no sense. Then, then, bro, you go to Asuka and Alexa against Nikki ASA and Dewdrop. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's it's not too obvious who's going over in this match. So there's <laughs> no reason in the world they've done nothing but bury Nikki Nikki ASA and mm-hmm. Dewdrop. Forget. So so you know who's going over. Yeah. Then the babies go to the top, and here comes. Uh, uh, Bailey and the Sky Sisters, 
and now all of a sudden, here, here are all the referees and, and officials. Now, now here they, where were they when Ray was getting killed five minutes ago? They were, they were backstage tending to Ray Mysterio. Chris, people have to understand this is how you lose respect of the casuals. Yeah. This is how you do it. Because, bro, the marks, the people that will watch this show as long as wrestling is on the marquee, they will accept anything. They yeah. they will accept and take everything. But a casual fan is sitting there saying, wait, wait a minute. Where were you guys when Ray? That's what I mean, bro. Yeah. That, when you don't know how to write a television show, this is what you get. And it's clear because, like I said, I mean, I've, I've said this before, and you just mentioned it. The marks, if it says wrestling on the marquee, if it says wrestling on the headlines, they're going to buy a ticket. So no matter what you bring, and it's going to, they're they're going to buy the ticket. But that's not who you're catering to. That's not who you're writing for. You're writing for the fans out on the television screen to pull them back in. And it's just, it felt like I was watching as a as a as a fan of the business and i wouldn't really call myself a hardcore fan anymore i'm i'm not a casual but i'm not a hardcore fan anymore and so i'm like in, in the middle and i'm just sitting there like man i don't feel included in this show because i'm not you're not intriguing me i'm just looking at a bunch of people having a good time in a live event and and that's and that's the feel that I got. And I hope Triple H isn't booking or writing that way because I'm starting to see some consistency of that, though, of like just the the fans watching a bunch of people enjoying the show. And I'm like, nah, bro, I, I'm he, not a fan of that. Bro, listen, you got Tony Khan South. Triple H is Tony Khan East. Mm. That that's exactly who he is, bro. They're writing for the freaking marks. No, nothing has changed here, bro. Here's another thing, uh, you know. Again, because I, I I can tell you a little something about television writing, uh, sports key to nation. Then we go, to, we we get Ziggler and uh, Ziggler and Theory get into a fight in the back. They hit the camera. We immediately go to commercial. How does that happen? Like, they don't even know how to do that right. Bro, if a cameraman gets hit, the camera goes down, we hear the fight, we don't see, we don't, we don't see the fight, and then we abruptly go to go to commercial, but not instantly. Yeah. You've got to let that develop to seem like it's real, bro. You don't go, they hit the camera, we immediately go to commercial. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Purple Bond with the $10 Super Chat, bro. Purple Bond's pretty hot at you. Vince is called wrestling. Triple H changed the narrative of sports entertainment where hardcores are what you call marks are talking about Raw in a long time, bro. Admit you don't like marks. What? Wait, 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 I don't understand what he's saying, Chris. Explain this to me because I do not understand what he's saying so at he's, all. So he, I think he meant to say it's called wrestling. Okay. Uh, Triple H changed the narrative of sports entertainment where hardcores are what you call marks, Vince, are now talking about Raw. No, 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 bro. The the hardcores and the marks are always talking about Raw. 
They're not just talking about Raw now. They are constantly 24-7 talking about Raw because that's what they do, bro. That's what hard, hardcore marks do. They yeah. talk about wrestling. So what, what, what are you trying to say, Purple Bond? And thank you for the 10 bucks, by the way. Are you trying to say the marks weren't talking about wrestling till Triple H came over? Okay, bro, if that's the case, Purple Bond, then you tell me what what is Triple H doing different? Yeah. That simple. You tell me what is he doing different. Bro, you got Rollins and wh- whoever it was, I already forgot, a riddle fighting in the crowd. Bro, that's all for the house. Yeah. It is all for the house. You tell me what Triple H is doing different than what Vince McMahon was doing. Tell me. Make me understand, bro. Uh, brighten my eyes. Let me see the light. They brought back the term wrestler. According to promos, Drew McIntyre said wrestler. And uh, we'll get to that in a minute as far as uh, um, someone said more wrestling than talking. I mean, even if there's a bunch of wrestling to me, to, I, I just, Vince, I don't. Care a bunch of a bunch of people doing wrestling matches. I don't. I don't care. Twenty minutes, bro. Nobody cares, Chris. But the marks. But the marks. I don't. I don't. I just a bunch of wrestling matches doesn't do anything for me. It just. I mean, it's it's boring. There's no buy-in or no uh, storyline or something. Give me a reason. Give me a why behind the what. Give me a reason why these two people are wrestling instead of just seeing well, wrestling match of the wrestling match. And, and, and what, did, what did Triple H do, bro? He's dressing Ciampa like the Miz now yep. so they can look like the freaking Bopsy twins. <laughs> bro, do you really freaking think that a guy like Ciampa would dress like this? Like, no. seriously, bro? No. No. Is, is that the great creative that Triple H is doing, telling these guys to get the same outfit to look like the Bobsy Twins? Yeah. You think that guy would dress in neon colors? Yeah. Give me a freaking break, bro. Now, now he's dead. Chomp is dead now. Why do you think Triple H is booking all these chaotic breakout fights? Like what is he like? What what is it about the breakout fights that he that he has a fetish about? Okay, I, I'll tell you real simple. Okay, it's a four letter word, Chris. Okay, it starts with an E, it ends in a Y. What do you think that is? Starts with an E, ends in a Y. Envy. <laughs> easy, know. bro. Because easy. it's easy, it's Chris. Easy. It's easy. It eats time, and it's easy. Fight in the back, fight in the crowd, fight in the ring. It's easy. It it prevents you from having to create stories yeah. between people. All yeah. you got to do is fight in different locations, bro. It's easy. Yeah, but it, th- these 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 breakout segments are getting really old really fast, though. I I don't not, not according it. to the last guy we just had who paid ten bucks. Yeah, paid ten bucks. Uh, wait till wait till Monday night football starts. Oh, <laughs> wait, wait till Monday night football starts, bro. The party's <laughs> over. It is yeah. over. Triple H's party is over. There, there were a million times during this show where the the audience watching at home would have turned over to a football game. A million times, bro. Yeah. A million times. People are saying that it's a way better product with Triple H at the helm. Give, give explain that. All I'm saying is tell me why. <laughs> all, 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 all I am seeing is longer matches. 
There's still no stories. There. Okay, Chris, let me ask you a, a, a simple question. The Sky Sisters. Mm-hmm. Okay, name one thing about them. What, what, what have I learned about either one of these people? If, if I'm a casual viewer, this is now, I think, the second week I'm seeing them or the third. I don't know. Okay, whatever. What do name one thing that I know about them? What 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 do I know about either one of these two individuals? Uh, according to, I mean, they came at SummerSlam. That was the thirtieth. Uh, so they've been there for two weeks. Two weeks. Uh, this, is, this is their second RAW. What, yeah. what do I, what do I know in two weeks? That they are on a mission to take over the women's division. That's it, bro. Ding, 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 ding. Win a win a chicken dinner, bro. Come on, man. That that's not writing, guys. Will you will you stop with the love for Triple H? Come on, man. Yeah. That is not writing, bro. He's doing the same thing Vince was doing. He's just injecting new blood, new people into the product. That's all. That's the only difference you're seeing here. And I, you know, I really, really try to. Um... I really, I'm, I'm, I'm still giving Triple H uh, a chance. All right, I'm trying to hold on as far as, you know, giving him. I said I'll give him to the rest of the year. I'll try, you know, to give him to, to the rest of the year with this. But I just, to me, I just, it just feels like the, the a lot of the fans had such a, a bitter relationship with Vince McMahon. There's a breakup, and there's someone who comes in who is better than Vince, but still not very good. And so they just because it's better than Vince, they kind of deceive themselves to believe that it's good, but it's not. I mean, I, I just, I just, I'm sorry, I just don't see it. I get, I, you know, we we get paid to just watch this and and be honest here. And I'm gonna be honest, as someone who's been watching wrestling for 37 years, uh, 36, 37 years. I it, it feels like a honeymoon stage with someone new. Well, I mean, and that's that's what it feels like. That that's that's what it feels like. I'm gonna give them to the end of the year, and then we'll see. I, I want to be. I, I want to be like. I, I don't want to be super critical, but I'm just gonna be honest. As far as just the weekly content, I'm still gonna be honest, and I just wasn't feeling it, man. Chris. Not feeling it. With all due respect, when you've been. When you've lived in a wrestling bubble for 30 years, three months is not going to make a difference. Triple H is a product of the wrestling bubble. From from the time he was training with Killer Kowalski to Thunder Rising, Terror Rising, I remember watching on WCW, Mm -hmm. to Triple H, the Greenwich, Pure Blood, whatever. Mm -hmm. He's been in the bubble for 30 years. Why do you think I keep saying over and over and over and over? They need a consultant on this show who is on the outside and who is watching this as a television program and can sit here and say, you lost me here because yeah. of this. You lost me here because of this. You lost me here because of this. That's what they badly, badly, badly need. So we, so we, we did that a while ago, uh, about a year and a half ago. Or so we had our focus group. I think we might need to bring back the focus group 
uh, and, and they, you know, let us know and they let WWE know where are some issues that they need to deal with segment by segment. And because at the end of the day, I just, I don't know, man, it, it, I just, it, it just feels like triple H, like you said, it, it feels like he's a part of the bubble. I don't see any like storylines. I, I don't see storyline development. I see someone who's been under the leadership of Vince McMahon. Now, what I see a difference in Triple H, he's an old school wrestling fan. He likes to watch tape. So I can see, okay, I want to push this guy. That's what I kind of feel with Triple H. It's like, okay, well, I felt some type of way because Vince let this guy go or didn't see potential in that guy. I'm going to bring that guy back right. because because I liked him better. Right. And so now exactly. I'm going to use him. Like that's right. that's what I feel with Triple H. Right Chris, now. do you think when bro seriously, when when we jump to WCW, the first 3 weeks, okay? Bro, let's be honest. Do you think I am booking Miz and Champa against Ali and Cedric Alexander? Do you think I'm booking that match? Do you think I'm actually writing that down and that is a match that's going to appear on the show? Do you think that for no. one freaking second, I am going to put that match on my show? Nobody gives a crap, bro. No, Again, bro, who do you think is going over? Uh, Ali and Alexander, bro, you might as well put two tackle dummies in yeah. the ring. These yeah. guys mean nothing. Why are you putting this on your television show? Where, where's the guy with the $10? That I said, a answer these questions, bro. Well, here comes another uh, super chat, two dollars. Yeah. Vince, Chris, admit you don't see the big picture. I'll admit that I don't see the big picture, bro. I one thousand percent admit yeah. I don't see the big picture. I do not see it, Purple. Thank Bond. you, thank you, Purple Bond, for uh, oh, paying two dollars to express that we don't see that big picture. Uh, I, I cl clearly I don't see it. I don't. What's the big picture? I mean, let let us know what the big picture is, and I I see I'm 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 an open. I'm, I'm I have part of the big five personality traits. Openness is 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 one of my one of my biggest ones. I'm I'm an open guy. I'm, I'm uh, you know hey I have openness one of my biggest traits. I'm open to hear what the big picture is oh am i okay Tell so me. that's I what wait. i want to hear i can't what wait the big picture is. i cannot uh, wait to hear it i'm, I'm, I'm excited the big, picture, me up, bro. the big picture is the big picture is what i mean it's i don't know what <laughs> so raw becomes a a four or five again is that the big picture is the big picture everybody gets over and even Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali are being a very reputable tag team again. <laughs> I mean, like what's the big picture Vince? I don't know. Bro, tell me, I'm, tell me what the big picture is. I'm telling them, bro, <laughs> tell me, I'm, I'm, I'm telling, tell, smarten me up. I'm, I'm Chris. I'm missing something. We're missing something, bro. Know, There's man. something we're missing, bro. I'm missing it. I'm missing it. Uh, SK Nation, what is what is the big picture? Out of all of this, out of all of this, what's the big picture and what does that look like? How is it going to make it better for people, for the casual fans to come back to the product, to boost it up and get past 2 million viewers what they struggle immensely every week? I think I got a 1.9 last week, but I mean, people are still into this 
you know, Triple H era to see what it does, but it'll just, I think it'll just taper off again. Uh, so yeah, it will taper off again. And you know, you know what they'll say, Chris, you know what they'll say, Chris, what they'll say it's football season. Those it's football season. That'll be the excuse, bro. That's going to be the excuse. Indeed. The numbers do not go up under triple H. That's going to be the excuse. It's foot. Okay. I got it. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, Rollin with the 499 Super Chat. No! 40 to 60-minute matches was the NWA UWF TV show of the past. Pro wrestling has evolved past the stories. Talking is needed in wrestling today. Tonight was boring. Uh, Rollin knows, bro. Rollin calls it the way he sees it, bro. Come yeah, on. Yeah, Rollin is right. uh, definitely one of the best commenters. Yeah, guys, come on. So what, 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 what are we missing? What, what, what's, what's the big picture, yes, bro? Yes. What, what, what's different on this show, bro? Tell me what's different. Seriously, uh, uh, sports key to nation. Yes, please what's tell the, me. What's the difference between Bailey and the Sky Sisters and the Riot Squad? What 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 what, <laughs> what what is the difference? What what the Sky is the Sisters difference? was born from a botch, so that's that's basically what the is difference. the difference, guys? Tell, tell me the difference. What what is the it. difference, bro? I don't see it, man. I don't see it. Purple Bond is back. Two thousand two dollars super chat. Chris, call me. You got my. I don't have your number actually. So uh, maybe we're Facebook friends, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Good guy though. As far as I, as far as uh, he's a, he's a supporter of my show, so he's a, he's a he's a cool guy. But uh, I've I've told this to me. There's like two. There's like three good friends that I talk to about uh, uh, wrestling, uh, just because we're uh, people who we we talk about faith and wrestling in in a, a group chat. <clears throat> And that's the only people I've talked to wrestling about. I don't enjoy talking about pro wrestling anymore. Like, it's just like, you know, I, I make fun from it and we do gimmicks like the bouncies and uh, putting over Eva Marie and putting over Vera Mahan and putting over Toots Mon and putting over the Black Scorpion, stuff like that. I pop for that's fun to me. But as far as just like, hey, did you see what happened on Raw the other day? You know, what I mean, like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. I don't. I don't care about. Yeah, man. How about that catch? His catch kid super kick from Dolph Ziggler. Man, he he dug oh, it and bro. turned around and boom. You know, Chris. Like, you know what the funny thing is? Let me tell you something. Let me explain something. Let me explain something to the uh, sports Kita nation, bro. I noticed um, there was they just put a movie up on Peacock that was just in the movie theater, and it it's called The Black Phone. Mm-hmm. It's a horror film. So I knew it was just in the in the movie theater. I haven't seen a horror film in a long time, especially a good one. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna watch this horror film. Mm-hmm. Here's the difference, guys. And again, you know, stop, stop sports nation, key to nation. Please, hear me out. So, Chris, I watched the movie last night. Okay, Chris, I will tell you this: I did not like the movie. Okay. There were way too many holes in the movie. But I will say this, Chris. Here's what we're talking about, you and me. Chris, guess what? It kept my interest. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't turn it off in the middle of the movie. I'm like, okay, let, let me see where this goes. I watched the whole movie. When the movie was over, I assessed it. But the key is it kept my interest. Yep. It kept me going. 
where is your interest kept in this show? But you, you, you can't wait to see Fury and Ziggler? Seriously, bro. Yeah, wh- wh- how how did you keep my interest? And and again, bro, how did we keep people's interest in the past? Oh, how many times have you heard Vince say this? Beginning, middle, end, and threaded throughout the whole show. How many times have you heard me say that? That's how you keep people interested. Yep. There was nothing on this show to keep anybody interested and 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 monday night football is not on yet right and like i say every single week did i leave with a cliffhanger i mean like i am a i am a one thing that i am a mark for is ohio state football i am an ohio state football mark and every week you i mean the whole college football uh, uh, sport is so intriguing to me because Ohio State wins here and and they're they're ranked number four and then then now I'm looking at three two and one games to see if they lose so Ohio State can move up and then I'm looking for the playoffs to make sure that they're in the playoffs and I'm every single week I'm looking at those things and it's so fun it creates intrigue and it makes me want to watch more I'm not seeing I. Vince, you tell me, what was the cliffhanger for tonight's role? All right, so you're talking about cliffhangers, right? Mm-hmm. Chris, I'm going to talk about uh, characters. Okay. I'm going to give you another perfect scenario, Chris, okay? This, everything I'm telling you guys is a shoot. Keep in mind, I'm a 61-year-old man. Chris, I love music. The, the music I love the least is rap music. I do not like rap music at all. So, Chris... I'm uh, on my YouTube and listening to the West Texas Rednecks, by the way. Yes. And Post Malone is on the Stern show. Okay. So here's 61 year old Vince. I don't know anything about Post Malone. I've heard the name. I don't know nothing about it. Let me learn something about Post Malone. Mm -hmm. This is a true story, bro. So, Chris, I'm watching these these short clips of the interview on Stern. They're like five-minute clips. There were about four or five of them. Mm -hmm. As I'm watching these clips, bro, I'm drawn to this character. Bro, he's got his face all tatted up, but he's, yes, sir, no, sir, Mm -hmm. like the nicest, most polite guy in the world. Then he starts singing like an old Pearl Jam song. And I was like, whoa, Hmm. Chris, what did I do? I went out and I bought his CD. Hmm. Okay, guys, Sports Kita Nation. Who on this show interests me? (laughs) Austin Theory? Am I going to watch this show and and Google Austin Theory tomorrow morning? Tell me one person on this show that that Post Maloned me. One for who? Tell me who. Good way to to make that a verb. This is all a shoot, (laughs) Chris. This is all shoot. Didn't know who the guy was. Watched him. Liked him. Nice guy. You know what? Let me hear his music. Yeah. He sold the CD to a 61-year-old man. There you go. Who, who on this show do you want to see next week? I, you know, beats me. I mean, I have, like, for instance, I, I like Drew. I like Drew McIntyre. We've talked about that before. But, I mean, at the end of the day, and we'll get to a segment, I I, I couldn't stand the segment. It was it was horrible. Uh, and so I, I agree with you, man. Um, and the thing is, it's like, 
And in, in your particular case, like Post Malone, people people who are Post Malone fans, they're going to buy anything he releases, right? right? Before they even, I mean, I'm a DJ. I, I DJ. Yeah. So, right. I mean, I, I DJ in the Christian field. And so, like, when I was listening to, like, hardcore rap music back in the day, like, even before artists would even come out with any song on the CD or maybe one single, I would buy the entire CD because yep. I was bought into the actual artist right and that's what hardcore fans are going to do they're, they're going to buy a ticket regardless but if it's someone else who doesn't really know his their music someone's going to who's a big fan is going to tell somebody about their music then that then the artist is supposed to keep their interest and buy and that's how they get sales because they have product that is exciting enough or riveting enough to get more people now yeah. it's like people are embarrassed to tell other people outside of the wrestling bubble about wrestling because it's nothing unless i mean let, let's be honest though chris unless you're a child yeah i, really? I mean I, I i'm a, i'm assuming children are talking to each other about this show I, i'm assuming Maybe even not that <laughs> I, I, i'm assuming the kids are talking about riddle in in cafeteria i, yeah. I i'm assuming I that uh, my, my i have i have an almost 10 year old and a seven year old and they talk about kofi kingston and my my, my 10 year old just told me today he said what finisher do you like better uh the hulk hogan one or the trouble in paradise <laughs> <laughs> and so I think it's probably something he was watching on like the main event or something like that as a movie. I think Keith Lee was in it. The Miz was starting or something like that. So they watched that. And there's some like YouTubers that, you know, nowadays kids love to watch people play video games on YouTube. Like that's, yeah, that's I know. weird. weird <laughs> that's, bro. that's the I, thing. I know. Real so weird. They, they watch people play video games instead yeah. of playing themselves. And so, like people watch wrestling or play wrestling video games. And so they're familiar with that. And like, I still have my old school Nintendo 64 with like uh, uh no mercy on it. And they'll play like older attitude era characters. So they know all those characters, but as far as now, like they don't know too many people because they're, they're, they're not, they don't really buy it. My, my middle one, my young, my oldest, I mean, my youngest uh, son, He's into wrestling just because for wrestling's sake, like he likes Drew and he, he really doesn't like many other people other than the no mercy game, but it's not, they, they're not really asking me like, Oh dad, can we watch wrestling? Can we watch wrestling? Because even my 10 and seven year old are drawn away from it. You know, Chris, I can remember two years ago, years ago, years ago. Um, Rihanna was the hot thing mm -hmm. and I knew nothing about Rihanna. So I'm like, let me buy a Rihanna CD and try it out. And I remember the first Rihanna CD I bought like rated R had just come out. Mm -hmm. So before, I, before, before you go into Rihanna, quick shout out to I'm going to list the Cliff Burton for the 499 super chat. Just didn't no no comment. Just yeah, wanted thank to you. But you. what I was saying is uh, rated R had come out. Mm -hmm. She was the hot thing. I'm like, let me, let me listen to her. So I listened to her. I became a big fan for the, for the whole package. Okay. Now, how does that relate to wrestling? Well, bro, that's why you became an Undertaker fan. You became a Hogan fan. 
You yeah. became an NWF fan, a rock fan. I can go on a John Cena fan. You, you know, you know, word of mouth. You check somebody out. Yeah. Bray, I'll go as far as Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Who, who's on this show, bro, that you can put in that category? Who? Yeah. Who is on this show you could put in a category like that where, oh, my God, everybody's talking about this person. I've got to see them. The last person, bro, let, let, let's be honest. The last person was probably Bray Wyatt. And I'm talking about the original Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Who has there been anyone since? As far as a riveting character, mm, no, no. And now, how many years ago, bro, did Bray Wyatt debut? I'm talking about original. Mm. How many years ago? Five? No. More? The original Bray debuted in. Thirteen. That's almost 13, ten years ago, 13, bro. 14, yeah. Who has come along that's been that interesting that you're gonna stop and go out of your way to watch this person? Yeah, I think it was uh, SummerSlam of thirteen or fourteen that he uh, debuted against Kane. Uh, yeah, wow. It's uh, yeah, and they debuted in uh SummerSlam, SummerSlam of uh 13 i believe for all the yeah bro that's almost 10 years ago yep seriously man who has come along <laughs> since then <Jeez. laughs> oh man that's that's horrible that's almost 10 years ago <clears throat> so there you go there that's that's the last time it's been a, a riveting character ladies and gentlemen um yeah, so we have uh what's next? Drew and uh cousin Amring promo interrupted by Kevin Owens. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't a big fan of this segment. Just I mean, again, this was this was definitely for the house. I mean, this was yeah. absolutely for the house. Absolutely for for the for the match's sake, I'll I'll put over the match. The match was 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 fun to watch to me, or at least it was. It was it was inter- it was an interesting match. Uh, but I looked at it and I'm looking at it from someone who's not in the bubble. I'm not a hardcore fan. I'm looking at it from, I'm not a casual fan, but I'm, I'm in, I'm in the middle. Like I said, I'm not a casual, I'm not a hardcore. I'm in the middle. And I was looking at it from a television standpoint. I'm not in the bubble. I'm looking at it from a television productive standpoint. I looked at this and I'm like, okay, so Kevin Owens is creating a, a promo that's he's supposed to be the heel because drew as far as i understand drew's the one who's supposed to get this big feel to him because he's the number one contender for the biggest feel the bigger the bigger roman reigns huge personality above and all the rest but drew was still kind of messing around with these people who are still kind of middle of the road or who aren't as strong and he's having all these like extensive matches with like Sheamus and like Kevin Owens. How does that make him a bigger feel bigger? If he's if Kevin Owens is coming in here cutting this promo that they're watching the crowds like, yeah, man, we appreciate you doing your hard work. And Drew had a good promo to to come back, so I'll give him that. But it was still kind of like 
bringing Drew down because it didn't make Drew feel bigger after this, especially when Owens gave him the stunner at the end. Yeah, I no, they, like they, 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 you're, you're getting this guy ready for Roman Reigns in his home country, and he's having a 50-50 match with Kevin Owens. Yeah. Who, who's been used quite yeah, poorly if, after Mania. If, if, if you can't beat Kevin Owens in, 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 in under 10 minutes, how are you going to beat Roman Reigns? Agreed. Yeah, I mean, like, that just doesn't make sense to me whatsoever. Bob M with the 1399 Super Chat. Vinny R. Love the show. Uh, was Brett and Austin at WrestleMania 13 the greatest match you have ever witnessed? It is for me. Can you break down this classic match and the impact it had on the business? Just brilliant booking, man. Uh, Pat Patterson at his best, how you had two characters absolutely flip flop roles during the course of a wrestling match. You know what? Nobody could do that. Uh, yeah, nobody could do that when you've got a Brett and an Austin and a Pat Patterson. You, you, you'll never see stuff like that again, guys. Mm. You'll never see it again. Um, it's very character. Yeah, you'll, uh, you'll, you'll it, just never see it again. Yeah, man. it was really see. That's the reason why characters matter, man. Because it, you know, if it was all this 50-50 stuff, and if the characters weren't strong enough, if Bret Hart's character wasn't strong enough, he wouldn't have been able to make Austin the the man that he became. Uh, absolutely, you know? absolutely, and, bro. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And, and if you know, that's the reason why characters matter, man. I mean, that's really what it boils down to. If there was no Vince McMahon, there would be no Steve Austin. Yeah. Uh, as far as how how big Steve Austin felt. Yep. That yep. that wouldn't have been a thing if it wasn't for Vince McMahon. So. Yep. Uh, next, uh, we have Seth Rollins cuttings and in ring promo interrupted by Riddle. On Titantron, he wasn't in his mom's basement. He was in the in the arena. He runs out, and then they have here comes the other. Here comes the breakout fight. Like there's just so all these breakout fight segments, man. I just I don't understand it. What I I don't get the fetish. I don't understand it, man. <laughs> Chris, I I I don't know. I I don't know what to say, man. I, do, I don't know what to say. So he's he. Bro, he I, is I, I, I look at it like I, I I don't know if it's me. I I just can't understand how people don't understand this concept. Triple H is a wrestler, okay, and you're telling a wrestler of thirty years, go write a television show. Yeah, bro, that is the equivalent of telling Vince Russo a writer. That's like telling Vince Russo, a writer, Vince, go have a match with Dolph Ziggler. Guys, it's the same thing. You, you need to understand that. You need to be qualified as a writer. Being a wrestler does not make you a qualified writer. And I don't understand why I can see that. If somebody said to me, Vince, go have a match with Dolph Ziggler, I'd be like, what are you out of your freaking mind? Like, seriously, like, mm -hmm. I wouldn't even know where to start. Triple H is a wrestler who can now write a television show. Yeah. And I don't, I don't understand that, bro. I just, Neither, I man. don't understand it. I don't understand it. Chris, as much as you love Ohio State football, if somebody said to you, Dr. Chris, a world-renowned psychologist. This Saturday, you're starting at quarterback for Ohio State. Go get him, Chris. 
it, it, it's it, that's the equivalent, guys. I'm I'm telling you, yeah. I know what goes into a to writing a show. That's yeah. the equivalent. That's why you're getting matches, run-ins. That's all you're getting, bro. Yeah. Why? Because wrestlers know that. Yeah. They know they know how to put matches together. They know how to brawl in the crowd. They know how to brawl in the back. They know how to do that. Why, why is this so hard for everybody? Why, why are you fighting me on this? Why is it so simple for me to understand, Chris? Yes, indeed. As much as I love Ohio State football, I'll, right. uh, I'll stick with talking yes. people through their problems. Right. Uh, right. Crossing why, my room. why is that so easy for you to accept? <laughs> I oh. would have I, I have no shame saying and I played football actually and I, I no I, I don't I wouldn't want to do that whatsoever. That's I'll like you saying Vince, listen, Vince, you're gonna see my patience tomorrow. I, that, I'm telling you, bro, like that's the freaking equivalent, bro. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, I, hey, uh all right, uh, you you see my clients, and I'll take the pen and, and write raw. Yeah, How about that? Okay. yeah. There you go, man. Yes. Oh man, I don't know why why it's so hard for people to understand. I don't get it, bro. Doesn't make sense, my man. Uh, Veer Mahan defeats Bo Keller. Would 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 I have booked that on Nitro in nineteen ninety nine? I mean, come on, Chris. I, seriously, come on. Uh, I just I don't get it, Vince. I, I six month promo, six months build, and then spotty off and on. Like, how are you supposed to? How are you supposed to really put people over with these these spotty pushes? I, I don't know, bro. Again, I don't Vince, know. I'm asking you the questions because you're the expert here. You are the writer. How is Vince Mc? How, how is how is Veer Mahan? After Vincent Man seeing something from him, somehow Triple H bring this in, brings this in, and all these spotty pushes. Oh yeah, he'll be he'll be a top contender for Bobby Lashley next week for the U.S. Championship. He'll be world title contender in in a few weeks. Please explain to me how the spotty off and on hot cold pushes is really going to build a star i have no idea bro i i i don't know i don't know what are they doing with them vince and bro this is what triple h is talking about when he's saying i wish it was a two-hour show because that's the only difference bro you would take matches like this out yes it would be the same show yes. Yes. but you would take matches like this off the show that's, yeah. the, that's the only difference i wish man at least I, I at least i'd be open to see what happens with two hours i yeah. just i don't but know that's man. what that's what you'd get yeah I, I, if you, if bro if you're not telling stories in a three-hour show why would you tell them in a two-hour two-hour show, two hour show. What, yeah. what, what does time have to do with not telling stories it's just i agree with you but it just feels like a stretch. Oh, I like know. It's, I know, bro. It's three hours just feels like a stretch, man. And like you're booking for three hours every week, though. You know what I mean? Like it's just you talk about oversaturation, Vince. Like it just feels oversaturated every week that you're literally you're booking 12 hours a month 
of just raw content. Yep. Like with the with the lack of push and the lack of build that these wrestlers have, you're supposed as you're supposed to keep fans involved and locked in for 12 hours a month and that's just on raw with their talent there's no way it is it just doesn't make sense to me and you wonder why you wonder why the product's dwindling down so much comparatively from 20 years ago from even ruthless aggression it's because you're having 12 hours of content and stretching it with what we see right now at the end of the day here's the bottom line they bastardized their product for a paycheck Oh yeah, absolutely. that's that's the bottom. So who who? That's my fault. Yeah, that's the audience's exactly. fault. That Triple H wishes the show was two hours. You bastardize your show, bro, to get the income for that extra hour, and yeah. you're gonna get my sympathy for that. That's greed, bro. That is absolute greed, bro. Yeah. You've you've got two hours of material, but you decided to stretch it to three hours to collect a paycheck. That's greed, and yeah. and I'm 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 going to feel sorry for you because you can't write a three hour show. No, not me, not me. Not it's, me, it, bro. It, it's clear. I mean, every week it's clear, and you can't you can't make a three hour show every week. Um, am I am I right to say that is like is there any other show episodic television show that's three hours a week? No. Like other than a sports show, like sports sports programs are three yeah. hours. Like Ohio State, you know, football games and things like that are three hours long, and baseball games can go long. Yeah, but like as far as an episodic television show, because they want to make it episodic television, but they also want to make it sports entertainment or yeah. sports and entertainment. So is it like a three-hour sports show? with entertainment or is it episodic television like what are they trying what do you think triple h is really trying to do with this product as a whole right now fill three hours of television yikes yeah it's uh how is that going to be there's no direction bro there's no there's no there's no big picture events oh bro show me the big picture man uh bobby lassie defeating aj styles oh joey very nice joey is back in town where is he my here we- time out time out time out joey time out joey bro i just got a comment and again this is you know we we we, we don't need writers we got bailey and the sky sisters yeah and they got a backstage promo and bail bro how long has bailey been around now Ooh, five years Man, about more. 16 like as far as the main roster about Bro, 16. The, the, the the meat of the backstage promo is she's calling the fans idiots <laughs> like like re- like really bailey like that that that's the best you've got you haven't been on tv in three years and you you come back and you call the people the idiots like that's that's the best thing you have yeah. bro, bro I, i've told this story before Brian she, came, Pillman, she came in 16. Brian yeah. Pillman would always get driven uh, on the road uh, when he was in the WWE. And, bro, you know why? He was in the passenger seat, bro, and he was reading every book he could get his hands on about on serial killers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and getting in the head of <laughs> that's where Brian Pillman drew his character from. Mm-hmm. What, what what is what is Bailey reading? Yui, Dewey, and Louie? Like what what like what what research is Bailey doing that I'm just gonna go out there and call everybody idiots? Come she's on, listening bro. to uh she's you listening. On, yeah, yeah, I mean, Chris, you're on TV. You've got to be better than that, yes. bro. You've got to be better than that. Kurt Henning didn't go out there as a heel and refer to people as idiots. You gotta be better than that, man. Come on. It's cheap heat. It's cheap heat. Some cheap heat isn't a go-to for every every heel. Like it's about characters. You know what I mean? Like Nick Bockwinkle was so cocky and arrogant, and he really thought that he was the best champion on the planet. You know, Ric Flair was just you know super arrogant. You know, he was with his he was with his boys, and they were just better than you basically i mean they, they were in their limousines and lear jets and you know got kissed all the girls and made them cry and they were just they were better than all these people sitting out here in this studio who y'all want to be like us you know what i mean and so that's what it was dibiase was richer than everybody right i mean that that's basically what it was uh randy savage was basically a misogynist to to elizabeth right and people are like well how dare you treat that beautiful queen like that you know I, I hate you for that right and so there was always something that caused us to buy in to characters back in the day rick rude what i like to have right now is for all you fat out of shape no good warthogs keep the noise down as i show them what a real sexy man looks like hit the music, right? I mean, that's basically what the characters were all about. Now it's, oh, let me take a selfie. What? What? Why, why do I care about I, that? Know, it doesn't you know, make I, any I, sense. Well, well, before we get to, uh, we, we're going to get to uh, Austin Theory. Bro, you know what Austin Theory reminds me of? And, and bro, I'm going to tell you right now, th- this guy will never be over, ever, ever. I, I, I said it way back when. I'm saying it now. You know what? It, you know what I? You know what I see when I see Austin Theory, bro. It's like they cloned a professional wrestler. Hmm. This like is like a, a a clone <laughs> of a professional. There's no, there's no insights. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, bro? There's no feeling. There's no emotion. There's zero connection. It's yeah. like we cloned a goat, and now you've got a goat. Yeah. That's that's what he reminds me of. He's like a cloned wrestler. Yeah. There's no reason to have any type of connection whatsoever to this individual. None. He, he Zero. Like creator wrestler player B, man. I, mean, yeah, I swear, bro. That's that's what, that's what it feels like to <laughs> yeah. me. And then you're gonna yeah. you're gonna you, you you do the selfie at the end, and like that's yeah. the gimmick. That's the gimmick. That's that's the gimmick. Yeah. I, I look at that. And I'm like, okay, the the person who is really at the helm, the 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 best representative for your product right now is someone whose gimmick is taking selfies. Like to me, that's not saying a lot about your product. It's really not. That's like that's like saying the best team in the division is 50-50. Like that's a bad division. You know what I mean? Like there's been times in the NFL when they they've had you know, uh, uh, teams and divisions that aren't don't have really good records, and people look at the division. I'm like, oh man, they're they're, they're that division is pretty whack. 
and they won't go too far in the playoffs, right? They don't look at them to be high in a division. And I think what we see right now in the product, it's like there's so much 50-50 and the leader of the division still doesn't have a strong presence to him. Yeah. And it's and it's sad to see, man. I don't I don't like I said before, he won the briefcase. So right now the trajectory of WWE is someone like a theory. And I again, I always always try to say something positive about theory because I've seen him and evolve and he did a pretty a pretty good job as a character. But he was like a big fish in a small pond when it came to evolve. He definitely don't have that big fish in a small pond feel to him now. Uh, but I, I think he's workable, but his gimmick, I mean, he 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 looks like he he looks great, right? I mean, as far as physique is concerned, he can be moldable into having a good character, but really, like this, like Vince McMahon said, oh man, I want I want selfies, you know. I mean. <laughs> like that, like Vince McMahon, someone who's been in the business for 40 plus years, looks at someone like a theory and was there with Hogan, Andre, Bruno, you know, uh, uh, Taker, Austin, all of them. And he's looking at theory and saying, this guy, I want to lead the pack with the selfie gimmick. Like Vince, you've worked with you've worked with Vince. How in the world do you think from that from that lineage of wonderful characters did he think about theory and say because yeah, those, selfie those, will do it? Because 90% of those wonderful characters came from other territories and invented themselves. Mm. That's why. That that's exactly why. All warrior. We can go on and on, bro. Yeah. Warrior, Savage, Legion of Doom. T Taker wasn't original, but I will say this. Bruce Pritchett had a lot to do with that. Yeah. Yeah. Bruce Pritchett had a lot to do with Taker. Mm -hmm. But if you go down the line, bro, 90% of them were inherited and came over from other companies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even with Taker, though, his presence was so – his aura was so ominous, and yeah. his and he really honed the character. I mean, like – even watching the Taker documentary in uh, the, the Legends bio, I mean, he really, like he, for years, he would wear black shades and always dress in black. Like he was oh. like really invested in the character. Bro, you, that's, you've what worked with that's what I'm talking about. Like I, I remember somebody like The Rock. Mm -hmm. Bro, again, I'm just thinking of Bailey with the idiot promos. Somebody like The Rock, first of all, bro, Every shirt Rock wore when he went out and did a promo, they were $500 shirts. Mm -hmm. He wore them once. Every time I would get to TV, bro, the minute he would see me, he would run over to me to tell me all the stuff he came up with during the week. Do mm -hmm. you smell what the rock is cooking? Mm -hmm. Rudy poo candy. He <laughs> would tell me like, you know, like every week it was something else. I didn't come up with any of that. Mm -hmm. oh, that told me all wow. week long, all week long. What is, what is Bailey thinking all week long? How am I going to call people idiots? This yeah. week? Bro, you've got you to do better than that, man. Yeah. You've got to up your game. That's yeah. why these people were great. I remember Austin bouncing Austin 316 off of me for the first time. Mm. I was, oh, my God. Like, come on, man. 
Yeah. Up yeah. your game, bro. You're you're on national television, bro. Yeah. The number one wrestling company in the world. You've yeah. got to do better, man. I, I think that's a fantastic point. And like I've said before, I, I you know, I'm not discarding cheap heat for cheap heat's sake. I think that there's a I think that there's a spot for that cheap heat, like a MJF. I mean, to me, he's other than Reigns, the best the best heel going in, in all of professional wrestling. He's the king of cheap heat and making people and 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 basically drawing heat from the crowd and making them feel like crap. And people hate him, and he helps other wrestlers because people hate him. And so, like, if you do cheap heat, at least make it an art. Don't just go for it because you feel desperate when you do, when you go and reach out for the cheap heat. It's like, eh, like, like, like it feels contrived when you're doing that. Make it your own and make it a thing and make it an art to elicit hatred from the fans that's what mjf did that's what rick rude did you know what i mean he 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 had cheap heat he made everybody feel inferior and talk especially the guys you know what i mean like he hated he made the guys absolutely hate him because he would cater to the guys talking about how they're sweat hogs right and it's like that's how that's how it made he made it look good. The Miz, he would he would go out. He he you know he was he's good in cheap heat. He makes it an art. Don't feel desperate when you're doing that because it doesn't make your character very strong. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna close up here, but uh, Bob with the thirteen ninety nine super chat, bro. <laughs> Vinny was the Kane Mankind ninety eight or ninety nine match where Undertaker pretended to be Kane. Your idea, Great Angle, was that the same first name as the boss ever determined? Any funny stories of mistaken identity? Uh, yeah, that was my idea. And I, I, I hate to even say that because the mi minute I say something was my idea. Oh, no, it wasn't. Yeah, well, it was, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, yeah, bro, at the beginning when I started working at the WWE, people had to call me Russo. They weren't allowed to call me Vince. And I, I was just like, this is a really? ridiculous yeah. thing I've ever heard of in my freaking oh, People were calling me Russo, bro. Like we were in the streets of Brooklyn. Oh my hey, God. Russo. Yeah. Bro, let's let's give Triple H credit for this. I will give Triple H credit for this. I'll blow the freaking trombone, bro. It looks like the 24-7 is officially dead and over, and we will never see this again. So, yes, I, I, I applaud Triple H for taking that mess out of this show. So that, yeah. that that's that's good right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, also, did also do like that he's uh, they're having more vignettes to press the prestige up to these mid card championships. I, I've noticed that too. Oh, tell like me what happened. I swear I missed the uh, gimmick with uh, what's his face, Sam Shaw. I missed it. I I, I was I fa was fast forwarding through the show. I Lastly versus AJ, and then what happened? They had uh, Loomis um, jump over the barricade by the announcer's table and um they had to take them away again so they okay. couldn't be like and it was i mean it fell flat people weren't reacting to that bro whatsoever. i had a crack up listen bro i i know i'm old guys trust me i love i look forward to naps chris i love taking nap i i i, I am I old naps. yeah i could not believe bro in the in the main event, the main event, bro. Oy vey. But 
they were they actually called Dolph Ziggler the Vince Neal of the WWE. Yes. And then somebody said, Oh, yeah, well, it's home sweet home. I'm like, are you are you guys freaking kidding me? Like, seriously, man. Oh man, yeah. Seriously, yeah. guys, like yeah. Vince Neal. <laughs> He's a good worker, man. He's a good little hand. Good right? little hand, bro. Yeah. Dakota Kai and Dana Brooke. The Dana Brooke, uh, you know, I pop. I, I did pop for the fact that they purposely announced that the twenty four seven championship was on the line. I pop, pop for that. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So, oh, I guess that's a, a nice tip off of who's going to win the match. But, oh, the 24 7 championship is not on the line, by the way. You know, <laughs> Bro, you, you know, you know what's funny? Um, who, 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 who's who with the girls? Tell, tell me who's who. Like, because who, who's who? With, with who? Like, the disguise sisters. Who, who's who? Who's so who? you have Bailey, then you have uh Dakota Kai, which uh came from NXT, and then you have EO Shirai, who's now EO Sky. Which one? Dakota, Dakota Kai was botched which, and which called Dakota which, Sky. Which one's which? Which one's which? Dakota's the one with uh, she's uh, well, basically, EO Shirai is a Japanese uh, okay, and the other one is who. Dakota Kai. Okay, let, let um, me just talk about Dakota Kai for a second because, bro, we have Road Dog on this show on Thursday. Yes, indeed. And I basically was trying to tell Road Dog, bro, listen, I'm 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 a television viewer at home. I'm watching this show. I don't know who these girls are. They don't look like stars to me. Okay. And Road Dog, what did he talk about, bro? What great workers they yeah. are. Yeah. The one girl, um, who who had the match tonight, Dakota Sky. Dakota Kai, but, but Dakota so, Sky is fine because listen, mainly called her. With, with Sky. all due respect, with all due respect, that's not a television star, bro. You know what a television star is? Sable is a television star. China, China is yeah. a television. Bro, Sunny mm -hmm. is a television star. Yeah. This is not a television star. Thus, the problem. I agree with Bron. She's probably the greatest worker in the world. Guess what, bro? The only people that care about that are the people already watching the show. Correct. A guy like me watching a television show, this is this looks like a regular person to yeah. me. Yeah. This is not a star. This is the Elizabeth. Elizabeth was a star. You know, a big part of being a star, Chris, is you got to have a presence. Mm -hmm. There's a pre Cena has a presence. There's a presence yes, there. Indeed. Yes, indeed. I'm sorry, but I just feel I'm I'm a big television mark, and I feel if you are on TV in any capacity, you've got to have some kind of star presence. Yes, indeed. I I, I, I feel that with maybe ten percent. In yep. the WWE. Indeed. We talked about Theory versus Ziggler already. Uh, so we'll reach this last Super Chat before we go. Rollin is in the building still. <laughs> dropping the duck. It's $9.99. Not much difference by the, uh, between uh, Triple H's uh, Bailey calling the fans idiots while babysitting these two rookies and mcmahon's edge calling fans idiots while babysitting his two rookies disappointing edge and bailey well said <laughs> that's it right there absolutely i mean i i couldn't have said it any better than that 
I agree with that. You know, Chris, you and I, we can relate it to sports all day long. You know, bro, if, if, if you're a minor leaguer and you get brought up and your first week in the big leagues, you're hitting 200. What do you want to do, bro? You want to get the average up. So what are you doing? You're in that cage every day, bro. Before the game, after the game, every day, you know, getting feedback from everybody, talking to you every day. Bro, when you've been on TV as long as people like Bailey, you've got to up your game. For sure. Up your game. All the greats upped their game. Yep. Yep. I, I agree. Well said, Vince. Well, let's uh, let's close this up, man. That was, that's enough. <laughs> you let the people know about the brand, my man. Uh, yeah, guys. Uh, guys, uh, check it out, man. Russo'sBrand.com, ChannelAttitude.com, man. Yes, Channel Attitude, home of all the wonderful stars talking about all things pro wrestling. Stevie Richards, Ben Hameen. Uh, EC3. Yeah, disco. Disco. Oh, man. I'm glad you said disco, man. This was, I was very disappointed in this Raw. But one thing I'm not disappointed is the disco dance, man. Come on, let's, come on, come on, come on, Vince. Come on, come on. We need something, bro. Hold on, man. We need something, man. Come on, Vince. Come on, come on. Yes, indeed. Yes. That's it. Yes, indeed. The good old days. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. The disco booty shake. Thank you for the disco booty shake. Yes. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. This guy here is the best disco dancer on the planet right here, Vince Russo, who uh, who just gave us a disco booty shake. That's, uh, yes. You can never uh, unlearn that. You you can no. never take that out of your memory. So never, uh, never. you're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm Dr. Chris, and uh, this is the Legion of Raw. Solo!